News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekola, the Louisville Real Estate Show for you. Hope it's a good Sunday and you're waking up and you have the winning horse. Uh, at least we hope you have the winning horse. Uh, you can, um, <laughs> nothing we can help do to help you on that. But you can get information from our Louisville Real Estate Show in the studios for the next 30 minutes or so. Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, 499 6360. Hello there, sir. Hey, good to see you. All right. Also, and good to see you, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 3570813. Good morning. Good my my horse did not commence one here today. And I didn't <laughs> win because I never bet. So yeah, that I don't know. You, you have to bet to win. Okay. And Greg, uh, how about you? No, no luck here. There is so much of that. All right. And we're going to go to the phones in a second. But we started, we ended last week's yeah. show talking about decks. And yeah. I wanted to bring that right up at the top. Sure. So if we're homeowners, and let's mm-hmm. say, uh, and I've got a deck, though I can't get underneath to see it because right. it's low. But, Chuck, can you get under your deck to see it? Yeah. Okay. And Brett, you don't have a no deck, deck, right? Okay. So for folks who can see underneath yeah. their deck, give us kind of a, a primer of what okay. we need to be a, looking for. A few things you're looking for. You're looking for where the, where the board that attaches to your house, you're looking for a, a piece of metal over top of it. It's the deck flashing. Okay. You, you want that. You want that piece to be... Flashed with metal. Very, so let's very make sure. So at there's a name for that board. Yeah, it's, it's a, be, it's a, be a band board. A band board. Okay. Yep. So there's a piece of metal going, and this is a fairly recent mm-hmm. regulation. Yes. So if it's an older home, you will not have this. No, but this is where you would be looking for any sort of water damage to that to that piece of wood. So you're looking for dark staining on that board. You're looking for any sort of decay. But if if it's flash, you will not see anything. If it's right? if it's flash correctly, right. that's right. The water should yeah. be draining over top of the wood and the wood should be dry okay. with no staining on it. If you look underneath it. Right. Right. Okay. okay. I got that. That's that's one. The second thing is you're looking for uh, what are called joist hangers. Uh-huh. So you're looking for metal brackets essentially that are nailed in. You want to make sure that there's one nail in each hole. It is in that joist hanger. Because they're like six or eight on each That's side correct. of that, right? Okay. They all have to have a nail in them, and they should be there. Many decks are built with just toenails, so it's just a nail through the wood into the piece of wood. Yeah. That's not the way to build a deck. So if the joist hangers are not there, you want to uh, go install those. You can install those after the fact. Or bring okay. in somebody who will install or, them properly. Yes, correct. So any holes in the joist hanger that have left been left open yep. should put have a, a nail in them. Yes. Would a screw, a, a, one of those yeah. decking screws you, you work? You want to put a nail in it. You want to put a nail yeah. Okay. And, and in right. with toenails, not just any toenails. It can't be like Chuck's toenails or my toenails. They have to be, you have to buy them from the store, yeah? Yeah, it would be a, yeah, be a nail <laughs> oh, driven oh, in at a 45-degree yeah. angle. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. No, so I'm just talking about <laughs> Yeah, toenails. I know, I know. Yeah, it's okay. Why don't you post that on Instagram? I was waiting for a sound to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so those are those are two of the big ones. The other one that you want to look at is out where anywhere that the that the the joists are hanging on the the four by four the the support post. Yeah, is it a four by four or six? six, uh, by six? De- depending on the size, size of the deck, deck. and okay. how many and how far apart they're spread. Yeah, uh, but you'll want to make sure that they're using lag bolts to hold those those pieces in. A lot of times okay. they're just nailed in place, Not good. or they use lag screws. You're really looking for the bolt to go all the way through. Through so that right. they're bolted on the other side. Correct. And then yep. one thing that I want to ask you, mm-hmm. I was told once that uh, looking under the deck mm-hmm. where the band board and mm-hmm. the joist hangers meet, mm-hmm. uh, that in between each bay, between mm-hmm. each joist, there should be a lag bolt attaching the deck 
to, to the house. That's correct. Unless your unless your deck is cantilevered, which is a which is a different setup. That's yeah, not right. as common. Yeah. Uh, but yes, you would be looking for that that bolt, and that's going to be going all the way essentially into the basement of the house. And the reason we went over this and it took some minutes here is because a lot of people have decks and they're going to have parties coming up. Mm-hmm. Let's say you might even have a party uh, after derby party mm-hmm. today and you might going to have a lot of people on there. You want to make sure those people don't get hurt because as we yeah. spoke about last week, you can be sued very mm-hmm. quickly if you have knowledge of or could have had knowledge of the deck not being built correctly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. hopefully that's helped you. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. This is Brian. Yeah. Hi, I got a quick question. Um, I, w- I wanted to update two-prong outlets in my old home to three-prong outlets. Uh, what problems could I run into while doing that? All right, so this is a, a really good question. And explain what the problem is. Because we actually see, Chuck, I don't know how many you've seen on um, repair requests that we're seeing come across. And, Greg, you're probably seeing them as well, that uh, someone has upgraded their... Yeah. They're, they're two volt, they're two prongs, two prongs to the three prongs so they don't have right. to use an adapter. Yeah. What's the problem All with right, doing that? All right, so what's happening here is when, when these older homes were built that have two prong outlets, you only had two wires that were running. You had, essentially, you had the, the hot and, the, and what's the called the neutral. Mm-hmm. Okay? The, the problem is, is that if you then go in and add a, pull that two prong outlet out and put a three prong outlet in, you still only have two wires. You do not have a ground, so the so the third hole, the little smiley face at the bottom of it, is not attached to anything. That is still an ungrounded system. Mm-hmm. Home inspectors will check those. Every outlets. home inspector will. Every check. home inspector, even the one that makes little surly curly curly cues mm-hmm. and writes it up in handwriting as an inspector, as opposed to he was going to check those two. Yeah. So we're all going to check to make sure that the system is grounded. So just taking the two prong and switching it to a three prong doesn't do anything for you as far as adding to the safety of your house. And here's the problem, though. If someone comes in, they do the inspection, the buyer says, okay, I want now that three prong to be grounded. What happens then? Okay, so you can, it's not that hard to ground a three prong outlet, it's a little bit more expensive. So a lot of times what they do is they'll use, they'll put a GFCI, the Mm -hmm. ground fault circuit interrupt like the one that you have with the test and reset button next to your kitchen sink, right? you can put that in. It kind of takes the place of the ground. It's, it's, it's effective in, will in, that a, in pass enough a, that it'll Will that pass the, with yes. you? Yes, it will. So, so let me just point mm-hmm. this out. I have a feeling, because I've t- mm-hmm. worked these before, that an electrician will charge you between 50 and 75 bucks plus the part of the part the, the cost of the part mm-hmm. which is about 14 bucks each yeah. in big box stores mm-hmm. uh, yes. hardware stores so you could do it yourself right you can do it yourself that's a that is the effective way of doing it cuz then you're adding a little bit of safety to it so that if you do plug something in it does touch water it's it's Trips going to the, trip mm-hmm. there at that at that okay. circuit uh, but rewiring a house is not an option for most people. Um, no, but if you have if you have computer equipment, a lot of people have built home offices that yeah. have a that just have the the hot neutral. You can run a ground wire. An electrician can run a ground wire to some outlets in a in a room fairly cost effectively. Yeah, because you're just running to a ground rod outside. I'm just worried about a guy like Brian who, if he changes it out, mm-hmm. and the buyer wants them all to be changed back, that is not going to happen on a, on the dollar that that he's going to deal with. No, yeah. and and one of the things that you will see is when we do run in these three prong outlets that are not grounded, we will recommend that they either go to the GFCI yeah. or switch it back to the two prong outlet, so you know, hey, this is a this is an ungrounded. System. Can you even buy two ground outlets yeah. anymore? Or you can. Yeah, okay. you can. Yeah. All right, good. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi, 
Yeah. Uh, my boyfriend has some property that he's selling, and he had a pond built on it, and there's a dam, and the dam might be on the property line, and we have some some neighbors that are maybe saying that they own the pond, and it might be an issue for us to sell. What can we do? Okay, Chuck, all yours, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can set up easements. Uh, if I understand this uh, question correctly, you've got a pond that uh, traverses two lots. Well, you may have put it in, but now you've given access to another lot. So if he wants to stand on his side and go fishing, there's nothing you can do to stop him. But what if the pond and the dam are on the neighbor's lot and now he can't? But not the entire pond. Let's say... No, just a portion of it. Yeah, let's just say a portion I, of let's it. Let's say yeah. I may have seen this lot, and let's say that uh, the I'm, entire pond is on the caller's lot and... The portion of the dam is what is actually yeah. touching slash in question on the property yeah. line. When it, when it was put in, should have been an easement put together right allowing that and creating who has so, to maintain it and that sort of thing. It's, you know. Is uh, there an implied easement there now that it's probably been there? I think I'm sure it's been there over seven years. But uh, No, not an implied easement. Okay. You, you just put something on your neighbor's lawn. Sure. Yeah, that's okay. all. So what would you recommend in this case to Carol with well, her boyfriend? <laughs> I don't know that it's going to hurt the sale. I mean, ponds can cross over lots. I mean, you, you buy a lake house, you've got you know a million people all attached to the same body of water. So I don't know sure. that, that that's actually the relevant issue. Uh, the issue is, do you want to have exclusive use and not give them use? Well, that, that ship sailed. Yeah. Uh, the only way to do anything at this point is to get their agreement and have an easement set up to you know to delineate who's who's got rights to it. Um, my bet is uh, the big issue is going to be maintenance. Uh, if it's a dam, you're going to have to maintain it at some point. Uh, if the person whose lot it sits on decides not to maintain it, and there's no agreement to maintain it, there's not a darn thing you can do. Uh, but if you get an easement uh, that says, "Hey, I'm going to be the one to maintain it, and I have the rights of ingress and egress to do so," well, then you can keep it. Um, if so, you could almost, from what it sounds like, use that possibly as some leverage. You could tell if you could tell the the the, the person on the other side of the lot that said, "Listen, you may not want to have to deal with it, yeah. and if it does come down to maintenance issue and it does something, it could be detrimental to you. So I'll take yeah, care of that." Because you're going to get all the water flowing under your property. Exactly. Yeah. So your okay. your key item here is contact an attorney, and yeah. Chuck, you can do this. Oh, he yeah. does this all yeah. the time. It, it's not difficult. Yeah. The The difficult part is getting the agreement as to, and delineating who's got what rights and obligations. Right. My bet is you're going to have to let them fish there for a while. And that's what uh, it may sound like is that the, the prop people on the other side of the property just want to continue to be yeah. able to fish there. Would you suggest also getting a survey done so that the, yeah, the seller sure. knows? See, First thing, yeah. Everything that, that I'm talking about is based on, of on that, the yeah. premise that every bit of information is is accurate, which isn't necessarily true. Uh, it's it's the old conundrum. Well, your computer's not working. Did you plug it in? Yeah, uh, yeah you're going to check to see if it's plugged in. And in this case, the way to do that is to see a survey, make sure that it actually is on the wrong side. Um, you know, looking at the, the logic map, uh, which looks like, you know, you, oh yeah, I can see the property lines and I can see the aerial photo. You have to remember that the, the perspective is off because they're in an airplane that's not directly overhead. Correct. Uh, so it could look like, you know, huge encroachment when there's not any at all. So let me ask you a question on a little separate topic. Yeah. So we go, I mentioned we have new neighbors and we went over and met the neighbors with yeah. the dogs and we had a great time. But um, we looked, I was, when we bought our house, we had it surveyed. Uh-huh. Okay. So there's survey pins 
in or sticks mm-hmm. in the location of the corners of our lot. Right. When the new buyers of the house behind us put had it, had bought the house, they had it surveyed. Mm-hmm. Now, at this corner, shouldn't those two uh, survey flags meet? It well, will be exactly you, you on top of remember, each other. The flags, yeah. don't mean diddly. So what is it? The pins? Uh, yeah. The, if there's a pin, if there's a if there's a cap underneath, it, it looks okay. like a pipe piece of rebar about that long. Yeah, but this is and just it will have a cap, yeah. okay. and then you, they hammer that down into the dirt, and you locate it with a with but a metal a, detector. The reason I'm bringing this up is that there's about an inch difference between where one survey flag is Again, and my flags. survey flag. Again, the flag. Well, okay, but I'm. I, you would have thought they would have put them together. My question is, is there really a discrepancy? Do there can be. I, there I, can I see be. where you're going. Yeah. With. yeah. What I'm going to say is initially, uh, no, you, you, if you, if you are going to argue over that one inch, you, you have to have the surveyor go out and put a cap in it um, and make sure. Cause those flags, they can be moved. I mean, shoot, you know, kids yeah. do that all the time. Oh, uh, no, I but, get that. Right. But yes, property lines can change. I mean, think about it. Let's go back a, a you know, fifty years ago. You've got uh, sir, or you've got legal descriptions that say, uh, you know, to the fifty-seven and Chevy axle that sits in the middle of the stream. Well, streams change course over their get, life. I grant Yeah, so grant that it. happens. But what I'm going back to, is there a discrepancy in how appraisers approach an appraisal? Remember the old uh, meets and mean, bounds you, and things you, we said? Well, meets and bounds are only as accurate as your beginning point. Okay, so okay. they could have started yeah, if you've ever shot a gun. Yeah. If you've ever shot a gun, you know, having it off just just a fraction of a, a yeah. millimeter yeah. at my end can make it off okay. by yards at the other end. The reason I bring this up is just and, and the other neighbor, the neighbors and I have no problem. We really yeah. don't care. It's just yeah. it was an interesting insight into the appraiser or the the um, surveyor. the surveyor's yeah, surveyor. world. That the two different surveyors could not didn't agree on the well, same location. And again, that that's that all comes from the beginning point. If you think about it, yeah. uh, look at a deed. Sometime, you know, beginning at a cap in thus and such a place, so many degrees, so many feet. You know, right. you're going to have some discrepancy. But but now you're you're sitting there thinking GPS. They've got that GPS sucker right now that yeah. you know is supposed to pinpoint it. Look at your phone's GPS sometime when you're driving, and it'll tell you you might be yeah. a little it's, bit. Yeah, that's, yeah. So that's that kind of, yeah, yeah, Plus, yeah. let's go back. Uh, I mean, seriously, the uh, technology involved was. You've seen them go the what the ten yards uh, on a football field. Uh-huh. That's what they used to. You know, poles and and chains and all that. That's what they're talking about. So the technology hasn't always been the same. So you could very easily have one piece of property that uh, has a legal description that does not uh, butt up to the next property, uh-huh. or they may, uh, you know, overlap. And uh, off of uh, what is it, Blevins Gap Road, uh, property that had been in the same family. There's like five lots yeah. um, right next to each other. Property had been in the same family for like 150 years, and everybody had been living happily in their own house, only to find out when they were selling the property off. Uh, that the houses, each person's house was on the next neighbor's lot. Whoa. Yeah, so... That's a problem. Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, I will tell you, I'm very proud of my wife, Sandy, who uh, volunteered to mow that one inch by there about you go. 100 <laughs> yards. <laughs> I'm yeah. kidding. No, but it, but it just was kind of interesting, yeah. you know, because anybody who's paid for a survey, you want to make sure that everybody's... Well, you are. And, and if they're within yeah. an inch, that's it, pretty darn that's good. close. Okay. <laughs> and, the, and the cap is, is yeah. an, an inch and a half wide. Yeah. You've got, oh, yeah, you got yeah. a flag on one side, on either either side. your flag's on the other side. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they couldn't put it in the middle. Well, they can put it in the middle. But seriously, you know, kids move those things all the time. It's... 
Yep. That's not the possible. I don't think kids were on this one, but I, I get you. Yeah. If you're thinking of selling your home, we have a free no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. If you'd want a copy, simply send me an email, bob at com. Put the word selling tips in the subject line. It's free again, no obligation, bob at com. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Carly. I'm selling my home, and the buyer wants me to do some ridiculous repairs after their home inspection. For example, they want a crack in the concrete outside to be replaced. They want windows replaced that show some fogging. Isn't that standard? They also want me to have a complete heating and air cleaning. I did that just two months ago. What Hmm. should I do? So with uh, heating and air cleaning, if they did it two months ago, they should just supply the um, receipts. The receipts for it, right? Well, I would, I would wonder what the home inspector found. Did they find evidence of dirt? Maybe they didn't clean the coils like they were supposed Ooh. to. Maybe, Ooh. maybe the work that she the that she paid for wasn't done. Wow. We we see that see at times. The so the home inspectors yeah. may have had specific things that showed a lot of dirt. Yeah. Uh, service was or required. If you smoke or do a lot of deep frying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could sure. be. But I, I would call then the yeah. the home HVAC company yeah. bring them back. Say here's what the home inspector said. Yeah. You need right. to verify that it was done. Right. That's the first thing. But on mm-hmm. the other things that you mentioned, like for example, the yeah. windows. Those are typically things. If there's a fogging in the yes. windows, it means the seal's broken, right? Right. Yeah, the thermo seal's broken between the two panes of glass, and they they begin to fog as there's as there's buildup of moisture in those in those panes. There there are some processes that you can uh, fix those. Uh, depending on the type of window, it's probably just easier to uh, just go ahead and replace the whole the whole pane. Yeah, and the cost, and if it's a yeah. window after window, can can amplify. Yes. Uh, if you need window companies, I've got mm-hmm. a guy who does this, a, a, mm-hmm. a professional company, but he does a really good job, and he's not as expensive as some places, so you'll want to give me a call yeah. on that, uh, Carly, 376-5483. And that goes for anybody else who's listening. If you need, I'm more than happy to pass this guy along. Yeah. Luckily, we have a lot of trades. Working with a lot of people, yeah. we get a lot of requests, so we have a lot of crews that we can recommend. And we, the rule with our crews is that basically we'll recommend you, but if we get a bad report, you're off our list of right. recommendations. And I think all agents should do that if they've got crews up there willing to work with. We're going to take a break. When we come back, seven surprising items burglars want to steal from you. In the studio, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499 6360 also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. My son, Greg, on Instagram and... At We Sell Louisville. And you can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. 
Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or bob will buy it go to we sell and get top dollar for your home news radio 840 whas bob sekoler here with the louisville real estate show you can reach me anytime at 376-5483 you can leave a recorded call on our google number at 252-1890 that's 252-1890 and we will play it on the air uh, in the studio, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, four nine nine six three six zero. He does a great job when it comes to closings, entertaining, making it light, easy, breezy, and and fun. And uh, I can't say enough about Chuck Crosby. Again, four nine nine six three six zero. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They also do a great job. They hire veterans, come in as a team. They're the number one Home Team Inspection Service in the country. And Brad's a great guy. You can reach him at 357-0813. And I'm very proud of my son, Greg, who does our marketing, our photography. uh, And you can see what he's doing at louisville3d.com, among other places here, and see our reviews at louisvillesellerstalk.com, louisvillebuyerstalk.com. And on Instagram, you can follow him by going to? At We Sell Louisville or at Greg Sokoler. Okay, so I'm going to admit something here. You may or may not know, if you follow the show, you might know this, that uh, a couple of years ago, uh, the house that Sandy and I bought was broken into. We had a couple of cameras. We captured the video. We've got some clues. It was reported to the police. It was part of a bigger ring, as we were being told by several different police departments, including Louisville PD, but the people were never caught. But it is a very, very uh, disheartening event when you... Especially, um, we saw this video. We were out of town. They came in, and we got video. I got video mm-hmm. this day of these guys going through. And is and if you're listening, sooner or later, we're going to get you. So let me just give you some tips and some ideas that some uh, bike burglars want to uh, steal from you. There's an actually an estimated 3.7 million burglaries occurring every year in the United States, each resulting in an average loss of more than $2,000 dollars. So nothing to sneeze at. So one of the things they're looking for, clothing. If you leave expensive brand-name sneakers lying on the floor by your bed or even in your closet, burglar is likely to grab them. So watch out. Handbags, even baby clothes uh, by a front window. They could, If it's open, they reach in, they take a, the fur coats, designer dresses, you know it. Liquor. Thieves won't break into your house just to steal that bottle of wood-class Pinot Noir uh, you've been saving for just the right occasion, but they'll grab it. Anyway, and more, along with a full party of uh, 
bottles of hard liquor. So, Here in you know. Kentucky, they're coming from your for your pappy. You yeah, know what I mean? that may that, be that true. Pappy yeah. went, you know, Prescri- prescription drugs. We know this. The black market for prescription drugs is huge, and one of the first places that a thief will look is in your bathroom medicine cabinet. They tossed ours. That was the first thing the burglars went through. Um, most burglars won't take the time to read the labels. They just grabbed all the bottles and run. Uh, keys. If uh, the hook where you hang your keys is empty after a burglary, don't be surprised. Burglars have been known to steal car keys, house keys, and any other keys they can find mm-hmm. and then sell them to other thieves who will return to steal your car or let themselves back into your house while you're gone. So don't leave your keys hanging somewhere when you travel or go mm-hmm. anywhere. Art and collectibles, that's pretty standard. Your art collection might not uh, rival that of the Louvre, but thieves will be grabbing paintings from walls in the hopes of reselling them. Groceries, believe it or not, they're yeah. going after groceries, food, other everyday items, whether you're, they're hungry or not. They're going to take blocks of cheeses in your fridge, uh, possibly energy drinks, packaged snack foods, cigarettes, even laundry detergent, high-end perfumes they they grabbed the one thing they got when they busted into my place. They we, they took a, a number of uh, my colognes. Wow. And so we've nicknamed them the Cologne Bandits. So now we're looking for people who smell like Bob. If you smell like me, <laughs> you're in trouble. Luckily, both my son-in-laws are detectives with LMPD. Didn't think you know that. Uh, also, a few other minor mistakes leaving your house vulnerable, vulnerable to theft. Um, like simple adjustments. Pick up your mail. Right, have a neighbor do that mm. um, while you're away. If you've got something delivered by Amazon or something, have your neighbors or kids, somebody come by and pick it up. S- emotion sensor lights keep away burglars and give you peace of mind. So, those are some of the. And, tips. I, and I'll say this about this one with Bob, and yeah. I remember this: be be just to be aware of people you hire that do work around your house. Mm-hmm. Um, nine times, I'd say nine times out of ten. Two times Bob's house has been broken into. It has been after there was work done, and I was two a, separate homes. Two separate you. homes. Yeah, I yeah. was in full belief that it was a case job. The second one, I actually fixed a alarm for the first time. I actually fixed an alarm yeah. that we knew the contractors thought <laughs> was busted. Yeah, so, we, so we have be careful. Yeah. So, okay, be aware. Some help, personal uh, involvement here, so you know I'm I'm speaking from the heart when I want to help you this and to make sure it doesn't happen to you. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Stephanie. Yeah. We think we have a water leak between the meter and the house, but we're not sure about how to check it. We're thinking about listing our house and want to know if that would be something we would need to disclose. Also, we have the insurance to cover it, but want to know for sure if there's a problem before we call out a contractor. What do you suggest? Thanks. Okay, Stephanie. So let's start on the legal side yeah, of this. Disclosure. I heard enough, definitely. Disclose yeah. it. Disclose it. Yeah, absolutely. Even if there's no water leak, uh, she suspects one. Yep. yep. She suspects it for a reason. That reason is going to come up later, and if it turns out it is a leak, then if it's not disclosed, she's in trouble. Okay. Mm-hmm. So disclose it. So let's see, Brad, what are your thoughts on finding if there's a water leak? Well, the only way that I, I know of to find the leak is just to make sure you don't have any water running in the house for a period of time because the water meters do not turn very regularly right. so it's going to take several hours but i would check you know before you go to bed you know you know no water has been running that night check it again and you could shut the off morning the, could you shut off the valve first or is well, that, well, that it won't really it won't really matter yeah, right because if you're not running any water in your house nothing's should, coming through the main valve anyway right. so yeah you don't have to worry about that but yeah once you you know 
check it before you go to bed, look at the number, check it again when you wake up in the morning, you know nothing's run. If there's a difference, then you've got a leak between the meter and, and your house. Yeah. So here's what my suggestion was, just to be even more mm-hmm. accurate. Call the Louisville Water Department. Mm-hmm. Ask them to come out. You turn off all your faucets, make mm-hmm. sure there's nothing running inside, and they can determine accurately right. if there's an actual leak. And they're going to say, did you see that thing we sent you in the mail a hundred times about getting insurance? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> see but hopefully that's yeah. one reason why you want yeah. the insurance. But there are other problems that we're going to bring up on other shows where it's not so easy, even if mm-hmm. you do have the coverage, the problems are uh, pretty intense, and we will be getting that to other show on other shows. Mm-hmm. But right now, we are out of time. So I want to thank the folks here in the studio. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. You can reach Brad anytime, 357-0813. Thank you, sir. Hey, thank you. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Thank you for being here, buddy. We'll see you next time. My son, Greg, as well. Yep. Always. Thank you. Instagram. At We Sell Louisville. Yep, you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. The market is hot. We are looking for homes to sell because, goodness gracious, every time we list, we're I'm selling not, I'm not getting any sleep. No, it's great, but we love this, and we're <laughs> hoping to great. help more and more buyers. <laughs> so have a great Sunday. Hope your derby pick one. And if not, as always, next year, right? See you next week on News Radio 840 WHAS.